If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at cottageblogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello again and welcome to episode number 19 of Vacation Rental Success. I'm delighted to be back with you again. And today we're talking about social media and, and not just the uh, social media that perhaps we all recognize, which could be Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, a uh, little less so, but, uh, but up and coming Google+. Plus. But today we're going to be talking about Instagram. If you're like me, it may not have ever been on your ra radar and uh, and I have absolutely non-existent knowledge of it. And uh, and it's interesting because um, well, when I started to do the research for the episode, I was looking to see what the demographic of Instagram users were because we, we, we think it's probably predominantly youngsters, teenagers, um, people in their early 20s. But in fact, 17% of Instagram users are in the 30 to 49 age group. And they're mostly female, which is in fact our prime demographic for our guests. Now, I do know that according to a HomeAway survey just released, the average age of the vacation rental owner is, is 50. And we are a much um, lower user of social media in general. But in particular, Instagram, it doesn't seem to have crossed anybody's radar, let alone mine. So that's what we are going to be talking about today. Well, I'm delighted to welcome Sue B. Zimmerman as my guest today. Sue started her first business at the age of 13, and she currently consults and teaches Instagram for business as well as running a popular seasonal Cape Cod store called Subi Doo. Sue's internationally known as the Instagram gal. She's an expert in the photo sharing social media platform that I have to really confess is a total mystery to me. But because it's such a visual platform, I wanted to find out from Sue how it could be used as part of our vacation rental owners marketing strategy. So Sue, I am so excited to have you here today. I know you speak to a ton of people every week and you're very popular as a podcast guest. So I am really, really delighted and honored that you are on my show. Oh, I'm 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 so thrilled to be here. And I will tell you, Heather, that I recently was a keynote speaker in North Carolina talking to travel agents um, all about Instagram, which is somewhat in the travel space, you know. And um, so I think there's a lot of uh, strategies that I taught them that can be uh, translated in, into your industry as well. Yes, I, I'd seen a bit that um, you've done this with some realtors as well, some real estate experts. So um, that, that's something I was going to get onto because I was when I was doing my research into Instagram and looking at uh, how brands are using it, it, it didn't seem that travel or real estate really came much into that. So I'll be I'll be interested to hear what you have to say. But, uh, but I, you know, I'm fresh off listening to your interviews that you did with Michael Stelzner of Social Media Examiner and Chris Cerrone. So I really feel I, I almost know you already, which is, is love. Um, <laughs> but for my listeners, can you tell us how you how you got into all this? And and of course, I want to hear about these girls of yours, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, 
as you mentioned, I have a seasonal store, a retail store on Cape Cod called Subi Doo. And when I go to Cape, the Cape, people call me Subi Doo and they call my husband Mr. Subi Doo. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some good branding going on there. And I've had the store going on my fifth year this season. And I've had the brand for seven. So it's a really fun brand where I sell clothing, jewelry, and accessories all in the spirit of the Cape and the islands, um, islands being Martha's Vineyard in Nantucket and the feeling um, that you get when you visit these beautiful destinations. So my store um, is really cute and quaint in this little town. And I know that getting traffic into the door can be somewhat of a challenge. Um, although I'm in a really nice little community, I want to get people into the door from the Cape, not just from the town where my store resides. So I have been teaching social media passionately for the past six years at conferences in my hometown, doing workshops. And I even had a business called Computer Companion, which, by the way, was a lot like a book club. But instead of books, we brought our uh, computers and iPhones and iPads. And I taught all the moms in the area how to use their devices and strategically use social media if they were inclined to learn that. So I've been teaching social media and I, my brain makes tweets and Instagrams. I'm a very visual learner. And so when I saw that my teenage twin daughters were on Instagram over a year ago and I asked them what they were doing and they're like, mom, okay, we're, we're so not telling you what we're doing because then you're going to start you're going to start teaching it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I, um, I, I learned everything I could. I read every blog post I could get my hands on. I, I watched all the big brands that were on Instagram at the time. And I really looked and see, to see what kind of engagement people were getting and how and um, started teaching Instagram. I started attending conferences and teaching it on stage um, from the success that I had at my store, which by the way, my sales that season had increased over 40%, which is huge, especially if you're a retailer. So um, I, I loved going to conferences, Instagramming while I was there, and more importantly, teaching people, all these smart business owners who all thought Instagram was just for their kids, how to use it and leverage it for their brands. So that became something that I enjoyed so much that I decided I was going to teach Instagram to the world and I took my iPhone with my dog into the woods and I strapped it in the tree and I pressed play and I said, I am the Instagram gal and I am digging deep, meaning niching down what I'm doing and I'm going to teach the world how to use it. And this was nine months ago. So for the past nine months, I have been working my little tail off 24 seven and let me just put it out there, Heather, that I have had 18 different businesses. So um, I am an entrepreneur at heart, but oh my goodness, becoming an online expert and teaching everyone and anyone how to use Instagram um, does require a lot of online interaction, engagement, commenting, liking, and sharing, and um, interviews like this. So I, I know that I need to keep keep at this to, to stake my claim and and make my mark and be known and become known as the Instagram expert who, you know, which is so exciting for me. I just love that I am teaching and empowering other business owners how to attract their ideal client so that they can make more money like I have. It, it is absolutely wonderful because, you know, I hadn't really, as I said, I hadn't really had Instagram cross my radar, but when it did, you are the only name that comes up. Um, <laughs> oh, I love hearing that. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and in fact, you call yourself the Instagram 
uh, gal, I think it was Chris Cerrone that said, no, 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 you are the Instagram queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's why you're here. You're the expert. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of background on the on on the audience we have okay. here. Yeah. Now, we are all vacation rental owners, so we're all out there. Now, not just owners, but agencies as well. And I I own I own a, a rental agency and have over 200 properties that we rent out, you know, on behalf of other owners. So, so the my audience is maybe 60% independent owners who rent out their properties and the rest would probably be agency owners varying from people who are managing one or two properties to those who are managing four or five hundred you know you get down to florida and and yeah. california and you've got some of these mega mega agencies but in general we tend to have a little bit of an older average age home away did a survey recently they released it a few days ago, in fact, and they said that the average age of a vacation rental owner, although it's coming down a bit, is still around 50. Now, I know with, uh, you know, that 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 demographic is is not a, the strongest user of social media. Um, we're sort of getting into LinkedIn and um, Twitter, Facebook. I, I'm heavily into Google Plus at the moment and, and not seeing some of my counterparts and contemporaries around there. And I'm not sure if any, I haven't heard of anybody who's who said that they use Instagram for business. But what we all have is another demographic that we are talking to, and that's our um, vacation rental guests. And that's why I think we should be on Instagram, because that demographic is in there. People who book vacation rentals are probably aged between around, let's say, 29 to 50, 30 to 50, which I understand from one um, research study is that that that, um, that accounts for around 17% of, of Instagram users, which is a lot. Um, and they are, you know, they're, they're going to be savvier with social media than our owners. So that's why I think, you know, we, we've got to be thinking about this really seriously. So can you explain to this newbie and all these other newbies yes. out there yes. what it's actually yes. about? Yeah. So, um, you know, first I want to just comment on what you said that you don't think the users with your demographics are on Instagram, I can guarantee that their kids or their grandchildren are. And the first thing that people do when they're on vacation is say, I got to take an Instagram of that, whether it's a sunset or the beach or the hotel or the delicious food that they're going to be eating. So when people are traveling specifically or in a more relaxed state, I believe that that's when a lot of Instagramming goes on. Um, because it's like snapping a visual, you know, memory that you can curate and have, um, in, in essentially your own photo album. I mean, because in Instagram, your photos are chronologically viewed from the very first Instagram that you did to the last one that you created. And you can scroll through it somewhat like a scrapbook, a visual scrapbook. So people that are traveling upload and create a lot of visual content. And those pictures can all be geotagged, which is something we can go into if you want to in detail, based on where they are. It's like giving a shout out to the resort or the destination where they're relaxing or vacationing. I definitely get that, that the people who are going to be at our properties will be using Instagram. But what about the owners that want to get the message out there at the outset about their property and... Okay, so so what this would be called, Heather, is, is a 
featured account that I would recommend them setting up. So a fe so I have several different accounts. I have my name, Zuby Zimmerman, on Instagram, and that's where I share content pretty much about everything I do in my life. And I always post with a very high-quality photo, and I always teach with a strategy because I'm teaching Instagram. And then I created the Instagram expert account, which is all about how to tips, tools, and strategies on how to use Instagram for business. So people go there expecting to learn. So what your market, in my opinion, what your market should be doing is creating a featured account based on the properties that they market and sell and show visual curation or videos, because now you can do 15 second videos of what those places look like. Maybe it's the history of the location. Maybe it's the, you know, the, the top 10 restaurants that you're featuring or the activities that the, the destination is known for or the beaches, because every single one of these places you can curate visually and write a description with information that becomes valuable to the person following your account because they're interested in going there and, and, and understanding you know, what that destination has to offer. So maybe it's the history of the town. Um, you know, I'm going to use Boston as an example because that's where I live. So, you know, not just the amazing history that's here with Paul Revere, some, um, you know, all the sports teams. You can talk about, you know, just how vibrant of a community or a destination that you're going to be going to and really become the expert in that destination. Does that make sense? It makes a huge amount of sense because the, you know this is something that we talk to to our owners about all the time is is the one way to get really competitive uh, you know to, to compete because it's a hugely competitive industry now is is to be the local expert and I so I love that idea and uh, this is far just firing me up with so much enthusiasm. So let me give you an example of 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 my property. I was down there yesterday morning and there were two deer in the yard. Um, ah, that would be perfect. I would have said, I got to Instagram that. <laughs> well, that's it. And I thought, oh, no, I don't have my phone with me. Um, you know, we're in a very rural area, so I, my phone doesn't work. But of course, it doesn't work for calls, but it does for, for taking pictures. So that would have been something that I could have done perhaps a little 15-second video on. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Okay, so once I got that video... What would I do with it? So you would up, you mean in terms of uploading it to Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. So you can use a third party app. One of my favorites is called Pick Play Post. Um, and you could even have background music if you want, and you can have multiple videos. So let's just say the sun is setting and you're capturing it at different times, and then it finally sets. And you could do a sequence of that sun setting, and then you could have some really cool music so it sets a mood of of a feeling that you're going to experience when you're there and then again in the descriptions you can write a description of what exactly it is that you're showcasing and you don't want to be salesy here you just want to get people to emotionally connect to your story or your expertise and add value i mean it's really the value that you deliver and why they choose to follow you because 
you know, everyone has a limited amount of time. So you want to make sure that if they're going to land on your Instagram account, they're going to want to stay there. So everybody that's got a vacation rental is, is, is in a niche of some sort. It could be Disney if they're down in Orlando. Um, in Colorado, it's, it's perhaps um, the ski areas. Uh, where I am, it's very much uh, very rural. We focus a lot on wildlife. So, you know, beavers, um, deer, moose, that sort of thing. The occasional black bear, that would be nice to get on a video. So what you're saying is you, you'd focus on on those particular things that make the place so special. Exactly, because I really think there's visual eye candy for every place you go. And some of it might be funny, like when you're at a coffee shop, maybe what they print on their mug is funny like maybe it says hashtag insta awesome or something fun um and and you can take a picture of that coffee mug or the food you know the restaurant you might be at is famous and you want to do a shout out to why it's famous and you might even be able to find um that account on instagram and tag them and mention them and leverage the restaurant owner on your account as well because every time you at mention somebody else, it gives you an opportunity for those followers to come over and find you. So you want to kind of have like Instagram partners, you might want to call them, you know, a lot of people in the fitness space, you know, do shout outs for shout outs and follows for follows. I don't like that strategy at all, because it sounds so salesy. I simply love to promote people because I love to promote people and their business. So I will just or you know just organically give a shout out because that's who I am and that synergy and partnership in the post comes back to you in spades when they see that you've promoted them they'll come back to your account and maybe give you a shout out as the agent that people should be getting in touch with to book their vacation. So you've you've mentioned mentioned three things I'd just like you to um just just elaborate on you've mentioned hashtags followers and shout outs. Now, I'm on I'm on Twitter and Google Plus and I I know what a follower follower is there. Is it is it similar on Instagram? And how how do people create a network? You know, how do they get these followers? Okay, so those are all really great questions and I do dive very deep into those in my online course which is a little under 3 hours, but I I do want to answer them on the call so that the listeners can get value from this, of course. So the best way to get followers is to simply go in and, and you can even go to your, I, I don't want to say competitor, um, but, but people that you admire um, and other accounts that are similar in your space, you can go in and you can literally see who they're following. And you could start following some of the same people, very similar to Twitter, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And um, you want to, decide like who is your ideal client and where are they on Instagram? Like what hashtags are they looking at? And when I say hashtags, Heather, it really means the keywords that represent the content that you're sharing. And this is another area where I do have a product. It's called getyourhashtagon.com. It's a book of all the relevant hashtags for different industries and which ones are most popular that should be used when you're posting. So hashtags allow for your visual curation to sit in a certain collection, if you will. So um, I have a couple of custom hashtags and it's kind of fun to come up with your own so that your own content is curated. So for me, I have Instagal Live 
And if you go search that hashtag on Instagram, the only posts that you will see are in reference to me. If you were to put in Instagram, Instagram gal, there are other people that call themselves Instagram gal. So it's not as niched out. So each person can come up with their own unique hashtag, if you will, your own custom hashtag. That's something that you want to tell people to use when they're on Google Plus, when they're on Twitter, when they're on Facebook, and when they're on Instagram consistently. So when they see that hashtag, they think of you. So it could, it could be something like Daisy Cottage. Absolutely. Yeah. Or mine is Osprey Cottage or... Yeah. So what I would do, Heather, is check both of those in Instagram to see which ones to see which ones are used um, more frequently. That that makes a huge amount of sense because, you know, it, it's similar to, to the hashtag on, um, on on Google Plus. Exactly. Yeah. So if and you, by it, the way, Heather, I'm having people teach me a lot about Google Plus after going to social media marketing world. I am understanding the power of Google Plus, which is huge. <laughs> So just so that you know, I'm going to be putting my little Instagram shizzle all over Google Plus and you can be circling me and telling all your friends to circle me. <laughs> I, I I will do. I will do. It's, it's, it's what it, you know, it's one of those things that once you get onto Google Plus, you just get absolutely immersed in it. Yes. Well, that, that's that's another topic. <laughs> yes, for sure. So, so hashtags. Now I'm understanding, really understand that. So shout outs was the other thing we, we mentioned briefly. A shout out is simply when you at mention somebody in your post, they will get a notification on Instagram that they were mentioned and they become a hyperlink in the post so that anybody that's following that post could just click on that at mention and go directly to your account, your profile. Okay. I'm understanding that a little bit like plussing on Google plus, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So if you at mention, just like in Twitter, if you at mention, they will be hyperlinked back to their account. So that is like a shout out. Now to take this a little bit deeper for the more advanced listeners on the call, if there are any, you can also tag your Instagram post. And when you tag a post, when you touch the photo, anybody that's been tagged in it, their names pop up. So it's another way to give a shout out and they are forever curated in that picture. Did oh, that make sense? Yes, that does make sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm thinking on Facebook now because, of course, Instagram is is a, an offshoot of Facebook. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking about Facebook. Is that sort of tagging on photographs on Facebook? So that's similar yes. to that. Yes. Exactly. And you can share your Instagram post over to Facebook and over to Twitter and over to Tumblr and Foursquare. But when you share over to Facebook, you can choose if you want to share it to your personal page or your business page. So if you're somebody that's having, that's struggling with what content to create on Facebook, what visual content, because as you know, Mm -hmm. visual content gets so much more engagement, whether it's a video or a photo, you can share your Instagrams right over to Facebook. And there is um, tools online that lets you know when your engagement on Instagram dies down and when you should be sharing it over to Facebook. So there is some data that you can look at. I'm not that um, that that much of a Facebook user, and I have been a little bit confused at times about the personal page on Facebook and the business page and how to get um, things on one and not the other. But I understand that with Instagram, it's fairly straightforward. You can just post it to a business page rather than having it go on your personal page. Exactly. I'm going to. Oh gosh, I'm going to get into this. This is. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Hello. 
<laughs> well, it did just, you know, I, it's, it's, it's all going on in the back of my mind at the moment. People who are out there with pet friendly properties, um, the, the dog, you know, the, the pet owner oh, market is. Yeah, just just the word pets, just so you know, dogs, animals get a ton of engagement. And so you can have a really fun time with animals, especially cute dogs and puppies. And yeah, that's a great that's a great niche. So if they Mm -hmm. do allow dogs and pets in their establishment, that's a wonderful way to, to share visual content and then to talk about the fact that they allow pets. My son owns a, a fabulous property on Lake Ontario and he has a beautiful sand beach and he has a video on his website of, of his dog running down the beach. And and I think just, just that little 15 seconds of of Maya just, you know, in, in total joy running for a stick. Oh my God, that, that sounds awesome. Would be, yes. Yeah, it would be amazing, wouldn't it? And yeah. And yeah, just sort of firing up these ideas of of what what people could do. What would you? I mean, I'm thinking that they they need to have a goal in mind at the outset, yes. rather than just go out and just go click 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 and post it. But- oh yeah, so you need to have a strategy. So, um, do you want me to tell you how like a strategy evolved for me? Like this morning when I took a shower, like I'm going to start my fifth Instagram account and why? Absolutely, because <laughs> I think this will be relevant to your listeners. Sure. So. What I have found for me is that I am getting so much engagement on quote, especially quotes from other people, you know, other thought leaders, authors, speakers. And there's this wonderful new app called Word Swag, S-W-A-G, my favorite new app. It's $2.99. And you can really make some insanely amazing, gorgeous quotes. You can even use a photo, um, a text overlay on a photo. And um, I realized that my most of all my 3000 plus photos or even more, I, you know, probably more, um, the ones that get the most engagement are quotes. So I decided that I am going to create another Instagram account called the Daily IG. Now, the Daily IG, IG stands for Instagram. Now, the Daily IG was taken. So I did the Daily the daily underscore IG. And I decided that I'm going to start celebrating other people's quotes. And this account is just going to be about quotes because people love reading inspirational quotes. Mm -hmm. Now those quotes sit on my Subi Zimmerman account as well. And if you search the hashtag, the daily IG, all of my quotes come up. So no one's using, well, yeah, actually there are some people using the daily IG. I'm, I'm, I'm looking right now just to make sure I'm saying this all right. So the Daily IG does have other people using it as a post, but my, yeah, so mine are sitting in this curation. So um, to take it one niche further, it would be the Daily IG, you know, SBZ, like Sue B. Zimmerman, and no one would be using that, right? Because they're my initials. Uh-huh. So then the only thing that you would see is my photos. But I decided to just create a whole feed of Instagram quotes because that's what people really like to see. And when you extract that from content, it's just a very different user experience when you look at a feed. Mm -hmm. So right now, if you look at my personal feed, you see a lot of great, vibrant pictures of me doing various things in a very high energy, fun way. But you might not be interested in seeing all that about me. You know, you might not want to see my dog and my timeshare 
I mean, my SlideShare cover or, you know, the people that I'm meeting, it just might not interest you. But if you want to get inspired by some great quotes, then um, you really can see them all in one place. So I, I bought the URL, the daily the daily um, IG.com, because you never know where that's going to go. It's my entrepreneurial brain thinking of like one more thing, like I really need another project. But I think it's a big thing because it's in the Instagram space. And what, you know, the, the fact that quotes get so much engagement. And now if I can have this really great user experience with Instagram, with just quotes, that could be kind of cool. That brings me, brings me to another question, which has, has been answered really, but I'd like to, to know, to go a little bit deeper into it, is that sure. um, I thought that Instagram was just photographs. Um, so, so yeah. I, you know, I'm looking at your, your Instagram page at the moment, and I can see oh, that there is a lot oh. more than, um, that, than just photographs. So out, let out me there. just pause. Let me interrupt you for one second, Heather. So when you first get the, which, which account are you looking at? Um, Subi Zimmerman. Okay. So what do you feel when you look at that? Like what, when you look at my account, what is, what is, what is your initial kind of emotional, um, intrigue or response to that account? Um, it's fun. It's, it's joyous. I, I had looked at your Instagram page before, but this is the first time, you know, I think because you asked me the question about yes. how I felt about it, where I'm yeah. going, okay, how, yeah, it's, yes, it's full of joy mm. and uh, makes, makes me feel good. I love the, the quotes in there. And that's interesting yeah. because I'm seeing more of the quotes than I am the photographs. Yeah, well, that's because I've recently been doing a lot more mm -hmm. with that. So this is my point that we made earlier in the interview is that when you get really niche in your expertise, so mm -hmm. I love the example that you use. If you allow pets in, I think that that's all you need to talk about and be the expert in renting those kind of um, condos, apartments or timeshares or, or you know, vacation destinations. Of course, I, I interviewed Antonio Bortolotti um, a, a few weeks ago about um, his place in Sicily. And and he and his wife are just so into the the decor and, and, and their place looks absolutely just stupendous. So I'm guessing that if Antonio was to do this on Instagram, that he might you know, concentrate more on you know that that interior decor and perhaps some of that history behind it because the you know the place is just um spectacular yeah he actually yeah i'm i'm trying i'm helping him with his instagram for that very reason but he did he did mention and he, he told me to make sure that i say hello to you when we're on the call together so we've talked about some of these niche things and it makes me think about some other things like um I, I'm I'm very um, focused on buying local. So whenever I go anywhere, I'm straight out to the local farmer's market. And we have a lot of local stuff here. So so that's perhaps something else that owners could think about that if um, if they have farmer's markets, if they have... Oh, if definitely. They have, yeah, if they have those little um, roadside stands, just go and take images of, you know, an array of local fruits and vegetables, lots of color and... And and just um, that that that's going to attract people. What's what sort of hashtag would they use for that? For the farmers market? Oh, I would yeah. use the the hashtag of the farmers market, and I would also geotag the post so people know exactly where that location is. I recommend people come up with thirty relevant hashtags for who they are, and and use those. You want to use them in the secondary comments, not the initial comments, because one of one of the things that you can do with a a post is you can bring it back to life after the hashtags have kind of moved through the feed. It's kind of like 
in Twitter, when you tweet, it like gets moved so quickly down the feed and same with Facebook. Well, the hashtags do the same. So if you follow me on YouTube, I have a playlist of all instructional Instagram um, tutorials. And one of them is teaching people how to delete a comment so that you can refresh your, your hashtags. Um, so you want to put those hashtags in the secondary comment and come up with 30 because that's the most that you can use um, per post and refresh your post. So I've brought some of my posts back to life from the past. And the, in, when I say back to life, created some more engagement and opportunity for just conversation from posts that have occurred a long time ago. Yeah, that was a question I was going to ask because um, with, with with Twitter, uh, you you just post something and then it's gone. So that that's interesting that you can that that people are going to see your posts weeks, months after you've done it. Yeah, well, people scroll. Some people scroll through your whole feed and look at your past. And I get people liking posts from a long time ago. Like once somebody finds me and they spend some time on my feed, some people might go way back and look at what I've done and comment. Um, the other account I have that you should check out, Heather, is the Instagram expert, which is where I mentioned I just share tips, tools, and strategies, and you'll get a completely different experience when you go there, like visually. Okay, and I should just mention that every link that, uh, that you have mentioned is going to go in the show notes um, so that if anybody's listening and is... is is out running or jogging or walking the dog like I'm doing whenever I'm I'm listening to a podcast. Do not worry about remembering all this stuff. It's all going to be in the, sh in the show notes because there's a huge amount of. Uh, re I've 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 got a piece of paper here that is is absolutely covered with notes now. So, oh, I'm uh, so glad. So, uh, <laughs> oh, make... and I could I could have you fill up a whole notebook. By the way, I'm teaching a creative live course in June, and it's three days, six hours a day of content. <laughs> I wanted to talk about a profile because um, I'd heard somebody else mention that uh, um, um, when I when I did create my first Instagram account, I somebody had said you've got to make sure you do the profile right. So, do you have any tips on what should be included in the profile and how to make it the best? Yeah, these are things I see business owners doing wrong all the time. There's about there's eight of them, but I'll talk about four. And if they want all eight, again, go over to my YouTube channel and you'll hear them on a video. So the top three are they don't have a profile picture that is professional, either a photo of themselves or their logo that is really high quality because you just have this little circle that's the size of a dime or even smaller. So you want to make sure that people can get a snapshot of who you are because that shows up in their feed every time they get a comment from you. Then you want to make sure that you have a very rich bio that describes who you are and what you do. You have 150 characters to write a rocking bio. And again, this is something I offer on my website called InstaBio. I create uh, bios for people on Instagram that really want to track their ideal follower and have struggle with their keywords and how to lay it out. So that's number two. Number three is to connect a URL. Now I use custom bitlies because I want to know where traffic came from. Um, and you can change out this URL at any time. So I, um, you know, depending on if I want people to go to, to an opt-in, I might have a certain opt-in or my training videos for my Instagram course. And I've recently created on Facebook 
a group that anybody can join. All the listeners should absolutely go there and search Instagram results. I have a free Facebook group where I give away tips and tools there as well. And I'm building a really fun Instagram community, which is totally awesome. And so you can link them there. On my personal account, I do link people to that Facebook group. And on my Instagram account, I lead them to my training videos so that they can get my series of training videos and then hopefully buy my course. So you can decide however you want to link them. And if you don't have a website, you can link them to Twitter. You can link them to an About Me page. You can link them to LinkedIn, whatever, wherever you want to take them to grow your community or your Google Plus page, you know, mm-hmm. Heather, if that's what you want. Yeah. So, so, um, so that's number three. And number four is get your setting off of private. If you are in business, having your setting on private is like having a sign on the door that says closed with the lights out. So you do not want to have your setting on private. Now, if it's a personal account, that's totally fine. But we're talking business here. So so that means anybody. So if, if you take a setting off private, that means anybody can see what you're posting. Exactly. Yeah. Or they don't. Well, if you have it on private, it means you need to get their permission to start following you. Oh, I too. see. Okay. It, it's it's just it's just like a it's like a it just it's too much work. It's too much work to get engagement. And I'm not going to go in and try to figure out who you are if you're not going to let me see. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's like it's like putting up those all those all those hoops and obstacles to get people to comment on a blog post. Exactly. Okay. So we're taking the setting off private. That's good. Yeah. So those are four. How does that? Is that good? Yeah, that's really, really good. I th- I think I've probably got enough to um to get myself started. And I'm going to make a commitment here that over the next, I'm going to have to say 14 days, I'm going to get my Instagram account up and running and really start networking out with it and posting some really neat stuff on my properties. Awesome. I love that accountability. I'll hold you accountable. Just start <laughs> following me on Instagram. I, I will do. I think it was seeing the deer in the garden yesterday and thinking, I don't want to be the only one seeing this. This is too cool. Yeah, totally. You know, I put it up, on, um, put it up on my Facebook page, but that was about it. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll, I'll give you one more golden nugget because I love to over deliver, especially on these fun podcast interviews. You can pin your Instagram posts. You don't have to go into Pinterest to do that. So anybody that loves Pinterest is going to love Instagram because you won't waste two hours when you go into Pinterest looking at gorgeous things. You'll just be able to go to Statagram and you can start just pinning your Instagrams right from Statagram, which is a web-based application. And I'm actually looking, I'm, I'm pausing a little bit, Heather, because I met this amazing person at social media marketing world who has a competitive a competitive interface to Statagram that in my opinion is so much prettier to look at and um in, the interface is in my opinion just a nicer nicer interface so it's called Pictacular and it's just like Statagram where you can it's a web-based interface with so for people that don't have mobile um or want to do it off their computer they can and it's you know, just to look at their data and their stats. And I will say to you, and I'll send you this, Heather, in Skype, I've partnered with a company in London that has a management tool where you can actually manage, upload, and um, schedule your Instagram post. So I'm sending you that right now so you'll have that for your viewers. And I'll, you can put that right in the, in the notes too. 
Okay. This is this has been absolutely fabulous information, Sue. I'm sort of a little bit overwhelmed. I think I should <laughs> do you know what I, I, I think I think I should take a picture of this piece of paper and post it. <laughs> oh yeah, I tend to overwhelm people. <laughs> but I don't do it on purpose. I do it with enthusiasm and passion. Oh and, yes, I, you know, your enthusiasm shines through and I and oh, I I'm, and by the way, Heather, this would not your piece of paper with the notes is not a good Instagram post. <laughs> if 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 it was done if it was done, you know how those people draw, what do they call the ones that info, infographics that draw what you're saying? Oh, yes, them. yes. So, if, so no, no, no good me posting this then. It could be if, if, the, if there was some, maybe if you held it up with your face and said, <laughs> I just was blasted with Insta awesome information from the Instagram queen and look at my notes, like something like that. If you put, if you humanized it a little bit. I think oh, okay. it, or, or made it fun and silly that would be entertaining right that's probably not do that but that's a great idea <laughs> great idea so what else would you like to share yeah. what 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 else would you like to share what do you think uh, i know you do um an online course and you've got all your youtube videos what uh if 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 somebody out there is really yeah. interested in getting set up with instagram and they, they they'd like some help with it how can you help I create a lot of free content on a regular basis. So first and foremost, on my website, Suvi Zimmerman, if you simply um, sign up to my list, you get a PDF on how to use Instagram for your business in a very basic um, way, but it might be a good starting point for anyone that's hesitating. Because I do know and I understand that time is an issue for everyone and having the time to embrace one more thing in your busy day is difficult. Um, but I will tell you all that I have attracted, you know, my ideal client who's a real estate broker and she's become a $50,000 client who found me on Instagram through my hashtag. So there is a way to attract your ideal follower and it's happening to me every day. Um, in addition to my website, as we mentioned in the interview, I do share a lot of Every Wednesday, I upload a little under two-minute tutorial of one little tip and way to do it um, on Instagram. And then um, on Sundays, I do a Sunday slide share, um, slideshare.net. And I have over 54 slide shares there. Not all of them are in the Instagram space, but they are all in the online media, like promote yourself online with your business. And there's a lot of crossover from what I teach from platform to platform. So I know that um, people will really enjoy those. And all I ask to all you wonderful listeners out there is that if you do land on my YouTube channel and watch a video or you do click through and view a slide share, I would love a comment because it's those comments and engagements that help with my SEO and it helps me see what content I'm creating that is free that you are all learning from and enjoying because um, the way I'm going to improve what I deliver is by getting um, a response from all of you. And I totally appreciate it. I really do. Oh, we, we have such an engaged audience here. I'm sure any of them that are going to get to your YouTube channels are going to do exactly that. They will do the commenting. So you really have, have over-delivered. It's been one question I wanted to ask you. What hour of the week do you sleep? Oh, you're so funny. So here, <laughs> here's what you need to know. Um, I get about seven hours of sleep every night because part of the reason I am so super duper productive in my day is, 
A, I have an insanely awesome team. B, I try to fuel my body with the best nutrients I can. C, I try to exercise every day. And D, the most important is getting sleep, Mm -hmm. right? So my brain can function at this high level. So I mean that. So many people say to me, what do you do and how do you get all your stuff done? And I say, you really want to know? I sleep. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm 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 with you on that. I'm a, I'm a four or five o'clock riser and in bed at nine o'clock. Um, wow. Go to the gym in the mornings and drink smoothies. So I think I'm on the same. Yeah. <laughs> probably yeah. on the same level as you. I love that. <laughs> yeah, just get fired up by every day. I'm doing a, my first live event in Boston on September 20th. It's called Sail to Your Success. So you know, just to put that out there, if anyone is interested in a live conference. Um, I have amazing keynote speakers, John Jant from the Referral Engine and Steve Olsner, um, What's Your What? They're both New York's best-selling authors and Amy Ferris and Chris Brogan, who is, lives in my hometown area, is going to be there doing a book signing. So if anyone's looking for a really good conference, um, this is September 20th. September 20th in Boston. I will put that yeah. in my calendar too. Oh, goody. <laughs> I think we've covered everything that's probably um, needed in in the Instagram world today uh, for for my listeners. I I know I will get a couple saying, I just can't take on yet another social media platform, but I'm really excited by this one. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, you know, it's what what better than to go out and take a really nice photograph yeah. because that's what we do. We're in a visual industry. Everything is image related. Yeah. So, well, Heather, you know how you said when you landed on my account, it looked fun and high uh-huh. energy. That is exactly what Instagram is for me. I mean, it's it's not a place where I feel like, oh my goodness, I have to go create content. It's like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to do an Instagram post. It's really fun once you get a hang of it. It truly is. Okay. Well, as I say, this is what I'm going to do over the next two weeks. I've set myself this target and, um, you know, maybe, maybe you'll take a look at it in two weeks time. And Yeah, uh... I'm happy to. I, <laughs> I would do that for anybody that's on the call that needs me to look at it. Well, thank you so much, Sue. You've been absolutely wonderful. A truly marvelous guest. And um, I've really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. Same here, Heather. Thanks. Well, thank you so much, Sue. That was just a ton of information. Talk about over over delivering uh, in the best possible way. Uh, if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed with all that information, um, head on over to the show notes because I'm going to put quite uh, the list of everything that Sue mentioned in this interview in the show notes. And then, as I said, over the next two weeks, I'm going to get myself organized on Instagram for, for my for my company for for Cottage Link Rental Management I think because um, it's the you know, the spring is coming here we're going to start seeing some better weather and be able to take some really good photographs and I'm going to get uh, get that up and running follow through on Sue's videos check them all out and I will be posting in a couple of weeks my results so you can take a look at my Instagram account. And um, let's see if I can put up a, as fun a page as uh, as Sue has on her Subi Zimmerman account. Well, that's about all for today. I hope you've really enjoyed that. I'd love you to go to the uh, comments section on the show notes. Let me know what you think. 
If you have an Instagram account or if you're going to start one, I would love you to post the uh, the information, uh, the name of the account in the show notes so we can go and take a look and uh, and comment on it and then we can start following each other, which I think would be a great thing. So until next time, thank you so much for listening again and I'll look forward to being with you next week. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business. 